0: Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from
1: the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. I'm Jeff Kowal. Paul will be here shortly. (laughs) There he is.
0: Good morning, Jeff Kowal. Good morning, Paul. Welcome to the Retirement (laughs) Clinic.
1: You do get a break for water, don't you?
0: I went and got water, and then I see the on-air light, Jeff, and then uh, realize, oh, the show has started. Not much time here between commercials to go to the bathroom and get water on Saturday mornings. The good news is we are live
1: with Jeff Kowal. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Paul? Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year to you as well, to everybody out there. First show. It's gonna of, be a great year. Uh, you think? I know
0: it is. Good. Um, something I was going to ask you about uh, later in the show. We'll probably get to that, but the economy just keeps on chugging along, Jeff. Right?
1: It does, and there's, uh, you know, that, that I was going to lead with that today, Paul, because it's interesting. There's a USA Today article that had to finally admit. We'll get some USA Today articles. Uh, uh, Actually, we get it in the office, and there'll be five negative articles about Trump in there. Nothing positive. So for them to be forced to write a positive article was pretty interesting.
0: Oh, good. So – and. The USA Today of all publications. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get to that later in the uh, in the show. We have got the sexy segment, a special sexy segment today on the program. And because we are live also on WIBA in Madison and WISN in Milwaukee, we welcome your phone calls. If you've got questions right now, the line is open, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 414-799-1130. We'll get you through. And of course, more on the COWAL Investment Group later in the show. You hear them on WISN and also in Madison, Jeff, with the Daily Market Reports. That's
1: right. Three o'clock or three o'clock news block in Milwaukee, five o'clock news block in Milwaukee on WISN. And at 455 on WIBA in Madison. We we'll give you one minute on what's going on in the market that particular day. Uh, whether it's uh, a China trade deal uh, corporate earnings reports, government reports, whatever it happens to be. We'll try to give you one minute on what's driving your retirement and investment accounts up or down that particular day. Uh, we'll wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ all in one minute, uh, 3.05 and 5, uh, three, yeah, about 3.05, and then sometime in the 5 o'clock news block uh, during Mark Belling's show. And then at Vicky McKenna show on WIBA in Madison at 4.55, uh, WIBA, Monday through Friday.
0: Yeah, interesting uh, yesterday with what's going on in the Middle East too with a little spike in oil prices and some things that you guys talked about on that that report. Uh, Jeff will open up, as I said, any question is welcome. As far as what questions do we take, anything regarding your re- your retirement. So if you've got a question about your 401k plan, if it's a rollover, it's a Roth, if you've got questions about Social Security, the bottom line is are you on the right track? Are you ready to retire uh give us a call in fact we've got people waiting jeff before we get to your first story and i think your first story is a usa today story correct right the trump one well i'm looking forward to hearing that but let's sneak in a question or two (laughs) that sounds great and we'll start with steve steve is calling from waukesha you're on wisn and wiba good morning hi steve thank you
2: good morning jeff
0: hey i've got a question i'm eligible to, to uh collect early social security this year i will be 62 um, but I'm trying to. I don't know how to calculate out which is going to be more beneficial for me. Rather to collect the money and simply invest it. I
1: don't need the money right now. Okay. Or or to wait until uh, I'm 62 in 10 months and collect full benefits. Will you have any additional income? Yes,
0: I've got a pension plan and we have a 401k. Um, so that and way we're okay. What
1: about earned income? Um, I I plan on retiring permanently full time next year. Then I'm inclined – see, everybody's a little bit different. Some will say – and some of it depends on your life expectancy. And if you have a history of long livers in the family, that would be a reason to delay taking the Social Security. Um, If you have a pension and that – I'm inclined to grab it early. I like the idea because the break-even point from the time – you take it now till full retirement, and then from full retirement, it's uh, so. What'd you say it was? Sixty six years and ten months. Is, is, what's your full retirement? Yes, that's it. Okay. They changed it. They added two months to it this year. Okay, so say sixty seven years. It's a hundred forty four months or twelve years to break even. That would take you to age seventy nine with any earnings at all. Like you were saying, I can invest it, even if you made five percent. Uh, there's no guarantee, and this isn't you know. You have to have all kinds of disclaimers in there. But nonetheless, but even with a modest rate of interest, that'll take your break-even point out to 83 or 85. People that I talk to in, in their 80s don't care whether they're breaking even on Social Security at that point. They would have rather grabbed it early, grabbed it at 62. Like you said, if you don't need the money, invest it. In my opinion, that's a, be, a much better way to do it. Now, the downside of that is if you pass away early, you don't have, your spouse won't have a higher benefit. They'll get your benefit, whatever that might be. But you know, if you waited and took it at full retirement age, that benefit to your spouse might be a little bit higher. But still, if you took it, took it now and started accumulating that money, I think that's a great way to go. Great, thank you. I'll have to discuss that one over with my wife. Obviously, yeah, if you want to give her office a <laughs> call. <laughs> well, not obviously, no, not necessarily. Yeah, you, probably you <laughs> wise. <laughs> That's a good observation. <laughs> thank you very much. All Tom. right, thank give her office a call too if you, if we can help. We'll do. Thank Steve, you.
0: thank thank you for the phone call. You know, we joke about that, but Jeff, in all honesty, or all in in a serious approach to this topic, you should have your spouse involved in all financial
1: planning. Agreed. I, I think so, um, whether they're involved in the financial part of it or not, because sometimes they, they don't want to be involved, the spouse. And sometimes it's a woman and sometimes it's a man, so we're not making a judgment one way or the other. I think
0: it's very normal to have one person do the, yeah. whatever it is, the bill paying, yep. and, that, and then maybe I do the taxes and I do the, the retirement yes. plan.
1: But a lot of times, what well, we'll talk about when we have, when we see clients for uh, after we get some background, is how we feel they're getting along from a From a financial standpoint, how is their home situation? Both from a financial standpoint and a relationship Mm -hmm. standpoint. Are they in agreement? Do you have one spouse saying, uh, no, uh, he should continue to work forever? (laughs) (laughs) and he wants to retire now. So there are all types of different things, but I like to have the spouse involved. I think it's important. Plus, um, statistically, well, one spouse is going to outlive the other. So you want to have the other one, regardless of whether it's a woman or a man uh, to be involved, at least to some degree in the planning. And that's why we review with our clients typically at least once a year, sometimes twice a year, um, and the the spouse is always involved in that, and they appreciate it because they don't know if something happens, they don't have to make the financial decisions. But yeah. as long as they hear the terminology, hear because in our office, it's more than just money; it's about planning your life. With us, it's you know, when, if you have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more in retirement assets, it's about once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve that wealth? Grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to the your, your heirs and the spouse if you want to pass if you want to pass his. it on to the your heirs or have it run out at a, at your life expectancy that's okay too whatever way you want to plan for it sorry kids okay. that's right, <laughs> but the spouse may have some input on that on whether they want to go on vacation, what their future looks like you no, know, and that's why it's important to have the spouse involved for a lot of reasons well and
0: choosing when to retire whenever it's best, Jeff there's that uh, financial practical where you put a pen to paper and, and and do the math and decide when to retire. But then there's that lifestyle issue. Yep. Retiring and you're suddenly you're at home all the time and yeah, your spouse this. is probably getting sick of you and they go, can, can you get outside and get well, out of the hardest house? hardest
1: thing, and we see this every once in a while, and, and um, it used to happen more uh, before when the economy wasn't doing so well where um, somebody would get their number called and you know, have their be asked to leave the company for whatever reason. And if you don't have plans in place for that, um, that's a tough spot from both a financial standpoint and emotional standpoint. What are you going to do in retirement? What type of activities? What does your retirement look like? Is it golfing every day? And most people can't, don't want to do that even as much as they love golf they don't want to do that every day no, it
0: takes the fun away if yeah. you do it all the time
1: yeah and travel and everything so, so you know have a plan on what what's your retirement going to look like
0: jeff before we break i do want to hear this trump article from the usa today
1: well that's going to take a little bit of time but let's let's at least get started yeah with it. yeah uh, you know what? Before I get to that, I'm, uh, we'll, take the, we'll do this one. It's a little bit shorter. Okay. So will do the, the Trump article after the break. But this one is from Fox Business, Brittany DeLay. 401K changes coming in 2020. It says uh, the Congress Act, the SECURE Act, that was passed right at the end of the year, uh, could offer 401Ks to small businesses and part-time workers. It says, ready to save more for retirement in 2020? A number of new provisions may make it easier to do so. For starters, when it comes to 401k plans, savers will be able to contribute more money. So this is very important. Contribution limit increases from 19000 in 2019 to 19500 this year. And then if you're 50 or better, there's another, that's increased from 6000 to $6,500. So you could put in $19,500 plus another 6500 uh catch up if you're over 50. So that means you can put 26000 uh into your 401k. And plus you can put, you could still put $7,000 a year into your IRAs. And there are some restrictions, but you can also do a non-deductible. So that's $33,000 a year. So sometimes we, we talk about this on the air, You've reached 50, 52, 55, and you don't have much saved. You've, you've tried to pay off your mortgage. You've sent the kids to college. Now the kids are gone. Now you might have some extra money. This is $33,000 a year, double that. That's for a spouse. That means sixty-six thousand dollars a year. That's a lot. That's a lot of money that you could put into retirement plans. More powerful is if you could put it into Roth, either Roth four hundred one ks or Roth IRAs. So that's thirty-three thousand times two sixty-six thousand for a decade from.
0: 53 to 63 let's say
1: yeah that's six hundred thousand dollars six hundred six hundred sixty thousand dollars you would so don't don't
0: think if you're in your 50s and you've had some trouble saving that it's it's too late you can catch
1: up if you could focus on this and it's amazing i was talking with somebody just last night that they're going to be writing out their last check for college they're going to be empty nesters pretty soon and they say they can't Believe and We've experienced this. When you're an empty nester, all of a sudden you have more money in your pocket. I, it's amazing how uh, I, that works. I'm in
0: the middle of that right now, Jeff, as you know. Yeah. One is out and one's got one foot out the door, so yep. I'm right there. And uh, yeah, it's a lifestyle change too when the kids are gone, and all of a sudden,
1: where does money come When you pay off from? that last college tuition check, that's that's the big one. That's really not just empty nesters. That's one, but when you're um, uh, when you pay off that last college tuition check, that's when you really feel it that uh, you have excess money because you still have when when you're empty nesters. I should correct myself. When you're empty nesters, you still have the college expenses most likely, but when the college expenses are done. That's when you're
0: well, and just living expenses, everything, right?
1: Yeah, not, not that you're off the hook because they'll always come back for more money, even they're after your, they're they're, of, your, they're always yeah, going to be your kids, even right? after they're out of college and and supposedly on their own. They'll, I'm
0: fifty three. I'm still hitting my parents up for money. That a boy, <laughs> <laughs> in a fun way, of course.
1: Yes, but you can do it. You, can, you know, the contribution limits have gone up for four hundred one ks this year. Just a couple more things. The big provision is that for. Uh, Uh, Required minimum distributions, that's gone from age 70 and a half prior to this year. Now it's up to 72. That was was the big change with the SECURE Act. That's a huge change, yep. That and on um, uh, stretch IRAs, and we'll talk about that if we have a chance a little bit later. But small businesses also will be given tax credits under certain circumstances for having 401Ks, for putting 401Ks in place and make it easier for for businesses to band together to offer multi employer plans. Um, so there are a lot of good things in the SECURE Act. A couple of down things. If we get a chance, we'll talk about that later. But I want to talk about this uh, USA Today, Today article. It's called Your 401k Just Got a Boost. So we'll talk about and that. And it's
0: after. a glowing endorsement of President Trump? No. Okay. It's a glowing endorsement of the economy. Okay, good. I'll take yeah. that. Yes, no kidding. I'll
1: take that. <laughs> and- so who's responsible for that? Uh,
0: well... Some would say he 's not right he could solve cancer and cure cancer, and he would not get credit yeah, for it yeah. Jeff I, so
1: we 'll talk about this
0: i 'm interested in hearing it. It was in the usa today 's money section from right. when this last week
1: a uh, week and a half ago
0: okay so we'll we 'll touch on that. The sexy segment also is in the second half of the show we 're going to hear from Aaron Kowal coming up soon with the boss minute that 's business owners savings and security. And in addition, lines are open right now for any retirement question that you have at 799-130. The Academic Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 414-79-1130. Everything
2: gonna be alright. Only the glasses say, Hey, cheers to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not cause the dreams bring back all the memories of the Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute. Business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. The vast majority of family business owners want to pass their business to second generation, but most do not eventually pass it down. Studies have shown that 80% of business owners want to pass on their business, but actually only a third of those actually do pass it on. In fact, by the third generation, only 12% of family businesses are family-controlled. It's a tricky thing, selling a family business. One can't ignore the family dynamics and personalities of the individual family members. The focus can't just be on maximizing the value of the sale of the business. There needs to be additional focus on maintaining family harmony. This can't be emphasized enough. Sometimes the business is the glue holding a family together. Are there other family members that want to get involved after or during the sale? Timing of the sale is also an issue. Where are we in the business cycle? Is the value at an all-time high? How will the value look if there's a downturn in the economy? There are so many things to address, and fortunately, there are many ways to deal with the issues that face the sale of a family business. I can't stress enough how important it is to have a team of advisors to help evaluate all aspects of the sale. The team should consist at least of a CPA, estate planning attorney, qualified appraiser, and a wealth manager that specializes in working with family businesses and retirement planning. It's crucial to go through the financial planning process to make sure you're addressing all areas of your financial life. Today's Boss
0: Minute, business owner savings and security with Aaron Kowal, and Jeff Kowal is back with the Retirement Clinic. I'm Paul Cronforst on WISN and WIBA. We focus once a week, Jeff, as a reminder to business owners, they need a retirement plan as well.
1: It's interesting because a lot of times, as a business owner myself, you kind of get caught up in in a certain area. What's the hot item of the day or what's the fire you have to put out that particular day? And don't look at long-range planning or don't look at the overall planning. You look at the planning for a particular area perhaps what's the most profitable, and you know what's what's important in your particular business. But as Aaron mentioned, it's important to look at all aspects of your planning, not just that part of it. At the Coal Investment Group, we help you with that. The objective is to get you to a successful retirement. And if your business is one way to do that, that's a big part of what we do. Jeff,
0: in addition to your sexy segment, we have a special topic, a special guest for that today. We have time for phone calls, retirement questions, at 799 1130 on the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. But right now, we're going to turn our attention to this article that talks about the economy. It's from USA Today, about a week and a half old. Yeah,
1: you got your, it's, the title is You Got you. Your 401k Just Got a Big Boost. Uh, encouraging Economic Signs Mean More Money. This is Nancy Tangler, an author with uh, USA Today. It says, Congratulate yourself, America. Are you happy and healthy? All you happy and healthy cons—oh man! (laughs) Consumers are driving growth and doing a bang-up job. With employment at a five-decade low and consumer confidence on the rise again, nearing a ten-year high, the economy can expect a healthy boost for a little longer. And when the economy is strong, the stock market usually remains robust. Uh, they were talking, this was a week or so after the you can, the, the employment numbers came out that showed that there were 266,000 new jobs created in November. But they said the, the calculus behind this optimism is not that difficult. When more people are employed, full employment, um, they spend more money since consumer spending makes up two-thirds of the U.S. GDP. And get this, consumer spending takes up 17% of the global GDP uh gross domestic product, consumer confidence, and consumer spending matter is a big deal. So if you if you, if, if two-thirds of the U.S. economy is dri- driven by spending, people are making more money. Yeah. Their raises, their uh, wages have gone up, I think, on an average. It was about 3.4%. So not only are you working, but you're finally making more money. See, you're and that was raises. a
0: criticism, Jeff, that, before. For, we, yeah, unemployment's low, but nobody's getting an increase in yep. their wage, and now they are.
1: Now they are. Uh, it's, it talks about the prime age labor force participation rate is at 82.8%. That means 82.8% of people who want to work are working. And that's at a 10-year high. Women are working. Minorities are working. Disabled are getting jobs. Um, That that number
0: you mentioned, though, 82%, we're never going to have 100%. No. You'll never have 100% of the population that wants to have a job. There's always going to be a segment that doesn't
1: want to work. Let's see through this whole article. Nobody's mentioned Trump. <laughs> no. His, but they have
0: to his, talk. His name hasn't come no, up No, but they have to
1: talk about the positive economy. But if you talk about it, the day after he got in, uh, deregulation started. And that's a huge thing. If you know that you can open a business, have less onerous Uh, restrictions on opening up your business. Um, If you know that your taxes are going to go down, uh, he's repatriated trillions of dollars from overseas money with lower corporate taxes. Now this year he's talking about going after making the individual tax cuts permanent because those are set to expire in January of 2025. These are all things that why are why is there such great consumer confidence? Why are people back at work? It doesn't happen by magic as if it did Why wasn't it happening all the while of course for the last eight years or eight years prior to this uh, interest rates are low. We had three interest rate increases last year. not that they were needed necessarily, but the uh, three tax cuts and then they did credit in here um that more families are taking home more of their paychecks thanks to the tax cut and jobs act of 2017. Doesn't mention Paul Ryan, doesn't mention <laughs> president Trump. It's hard not to mention them in this whole article, yeah. Well, all these things are are positive. It says, don't panic. Don't let yourself get scared out of stocks by remembering last year's fourth quarter route. Uh, thanks again to the fed. The fed was talking about raising interest rates. There was also talk about, um, um, recession, In December of 2018 which did not materialize in 2019 Uh, all those things and now they're saying things are gonna be great and it says understand the risk understand what where you are taking risk bond yields that are still historically low levels Uh, the 10-year Treasury is about 1.9% I think Uh, yesterday it went down to about 1.79% because of the uh, situation in Iran but understand what you own. Emerging markets and small cap stocks can supercharge your portfolio, but they're going to be riskier. But it just says that you're, again, the, the whole article is glowing. with positive. There's Not- a picture of them, though.
0: and They did put a picture of Trump in the column, didn't they? No. Turn the page.
1: They put thought a thought help wanted sign.
0: Help wanted sign. Oh, that's not Trump at the top. No. I thought it's some. No, it's a else. help
1: wanted science. They're talking about full employment. No, word in a circle. That's And funny. it's it's a full column on the front page. It's a full column on the second page. And not once that he meant Paul Paul Ryan, President Trump. Nothing. That's that's. I mean, you have to go through some kind of gymnastics or contortions to be able to <laughs> go through a whole positive article like that and not mention the administration. At well, all. he's
0: never going to get credit by mainstream but you know media, what? Jeff. That's okay. So yeah. yeah, we realize that. I think most people realize it, and you got to learn to sift through. And they through say, that. "Congratulate
1: yourself, America! America did this." Yeah, yeah.
0: America did That's
1: it. That's okay. That's all right because it's a good thing. It's it's all good. Uh, I know we have a couple more minutes. I think before a break, right? Now, yeah,
0: go ahead. You can sneak in one more.
1: Okay, this is from yesterday. Dow drops uh, most in a month after U.S. airstrike on Iran's top military leader spooks investors. Still, was you know it dropped to two hundred thirty some points yesterday, but it did drop more than three sixty. My my point here is that if you're looking at your four hundred one k, if you're looking at your investments, don't look at one day's activities in the market. Um, the U.S. confirmed an airstrike killed uh, Iran's top military commander, sending oil prices surging and ratcheting up geopolitical concerns. Big concern is that there, the oil supply in the world might be cut out. Guess what's going on in the U.S.?
0: Uh, we've got our own uh, we've got fracking. Yes. Right? Uh, yes, and we, we have oil reserves
1: and supplies. Exactly. We're net exporters of oil for the first time ever. Not only do we have our own supply, but we're exporting oil. Um, so something like this five years ago, eight years ago, might have been a, a huge deal exactly. with regard to oil supplies exactly. worldwide. Now it's a big deal. I mean, oil prices were up three percent. Crude oils were up three percent to sixty-three dollars a barrel. that's the
0: first day. That's instant reaction. Yep,
1: yep. It was up as high as six, as four point eight percent, and then it settled. Oil settled up three percent instead of four point eight percent, just because it. The, you know, investors said, "Look around and say, it's not going to have that that big of an effect." Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but like you said, a decade ago, it might have been different. This yeah, but, kind of goes back to Trump and his deregulation of everything, too, Jeff, right? Absolutely. Get, having companies not so
2: –
0: got all these regulations and, and the companies either, A, are going to move out of the country or find somewhere else to go or just not do it. Well, now we're seeing things happen. Yeah. Uh, it, I'd like to have a crystal ball 10, 15 years from now. How much oil are we going to need? You know, if everything, if every electric car is driving around and yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting.
1: And There are more incentives for electric cars Mm and Tesla did, had a pretty good day yesterday. Um, but they said we've been able to weaponize economic sanctions now where we can go after individuals. And now I think, and they're talking about the, the possibility of president using an airstrike. It's possible, but it's not necessary as necessary. We've got other means to go about that. Um, it just talks about equities uh, uh, rose to uh, the highest level of the year just the day before. So a good year in stocks last year, uh, your 401K, your your investment accounts, the Dow, the S&P 500, tech-heavy NASDAQ were all up more than 20% last year. That doesn't necessarily mean your account was up 20% because if you have uh, some downside protection, it's not going to be up that much, but that's okay because if the market gets hit this year and and on average – Every 18 months, we see the uh, pullback. Uh, A correction in the market is where the market goes down between 10% and 20%. On average, it's happened since World War II every 18 months. So we've had a great surge. We've had record highs last year. You know, is is it possible that we're going to have a downturn in the market this year? Yes, it happens every eighteen months.
0: You would almost expect there yes. one, there to be one,
1: but that's where a lot of our clients stay in the market. We, we, we hold hands during that time, and that's why you have some fixed income in your portfolio too. That if it goes down that much and you need to take money out, you could take it. You don't have to bail on stocks uh, when they're lower. Key thing also is that on average. Uh, it takes it happens every eighteen months on average. It takes four months to recover from that. It's
0: funny you mentioned because the headline alone, and I don't know the source of that. Is it CNBC? CNBC. Yeah. The headline alone says you know it, the word Trump. Trump's missile strike spooks investors. Yeah. And Jeff, a Fox right now, Fox News, cable news is doing a story on the hundreds missile strikes that Obama called in his eight years in office, oh. and they were just. U.S. Army missile strikes, U.S. attack, never Obama's missile strike. It's just funny how the headlines can sway, I think, not just everyday Americans, but investors, too. You see a headline like that. You've got to kind of learn to read through all that and see through it. Yep. And uh, it might be just an initial thing. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but... um, I'm all for it. (laughs) And nobody else
1: knows because there's going to be some retaliation. So we're going to be watching and we're watching on behalf of our clients as well. And we've hit some high points in the market. Is now a time to relook at your 401k, to relook at your investment accounts and see, should you rebalance your portfolio because of what's going on uh, in the world?
0: How often should we be doing that, Jeff? Let's say there's nothing going on in the world. That's actually
1: a really good question, Paul, because some people look at it every day. Some people look at it once a week or once a month. Uh, You can look at it as much as you want. You know, I say once a week. But you don't have knee-jerk reactions. We'll typically rebalance portfolios every six months. And I think that's a healthy way to do it. There will be, you'll, you'll pick up, if some position in your portfolio would have gotten too big, you want to back off on that a little bit. You know, you think it's going to go up forever, but... Most of the time, it doesn't. It's rare that it does. Um, in so, this, you, so every six months, I think, is now Every a six idea.
0: months. Okay, Jeff, let's take in a quick break on WISN and WIBA. We should also mention your locations. We have not talked about any of this yet. Uh, yeah. You are located in Port Washington, Waukesha, Madison, Middleton, uh, which is Madison, Phoenix, yep. Arizona. And the newest location is Racine.
1: Yeah, that's doing very well. We A lot of people like that location. Um, uh, it's very convenient for people on the south side. Illinois, we've got Illinois people coming up there now. Kenosha, Racine, uh, Port Washington office. Great office for Mequon, Thievesville, Grafton. Random Lake, a lot of clients from Random Lake.
0: Really? There's only <laughs> 1,000
1: no. <a> people? <laughs> I, know
0: <When> I-, <laughs> I know it's your hometown. <laughs> I grew up there. Uh, population was 1,200. It's down to 1,000 right now. Very cute <laughs> community. Very nice lake, by yes. the way. Lake is beautiful. Random lake, yeah. Random but lake.
1: really, our Waukesha office is convenient for anybody in Milwaukee and the uh, west suburbs. Uh, lake Country, uh, Okochi, uh, Oconomowoc. Yeah, Dollar your main Field. office would be the yeah. Waukesha one, correct? And the Middleton office, great response there. Christine Hayward's out there. Uh, great person, great pr- uh, uh, office. It's, it's a lot of fun there.
0: You can find out more on Jeff's website or all over social media. Check out thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L thecoalway.com. And there's links to Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter uh, from that website. We can also call your office at any
1: time. That's right. 262-522- 4040. If you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, if you're close to already in retirement, if you're re-looking at retirement and thinking that your value of your accounts are up and 2020 might be due to retire, go online to thecoalway.com. There's a button there where we can contact you. You can get on our schedule for a great uh, interview with one of our advisors.
0: We have a special sexy segment. We have a special guest in studio, and that's coming up right around the corner. When we come back, you're listening to The Retirement Clinic with your host, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, Jeff Kowal. We'll be right back. There's the music. And we've got a special sexy segment, uh, Jeff, and a guest in studio to help out. By way of background,
1: I will let you explain. Okay, sounds good. Well, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Um, it could be any number of ways that you come up with your million dollars. Uh, if you have $500,000 in your home and the $500,000 in your 401k, you're at a million dollars. Uh, some people will get an inheritance. could be other investments, other properties. Uh, 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 could be your business. Um, and, and any number of ways they have more than a million dollars Aaron does his uh, boss minute the business owner savings and security and uh, Frank Sturban is with us today for this special sexy segment Frank is the senior vice president of business banking at town bank hi Frank
0: thanks for having me on Jeff welcome yeah. to the show Frank Thank hey, you, glad Paul. you're here
1: uh, you're gonna be doing a full show with uh, Aaron Spitzner in a couple of weeks But I wanted to grab him for at least a segment here
0: (laughs) as long as he's here. And then Aaron's got him the whole hour. That's right.
1: But, uh, Frank, you see a lot of situations where, and what Aaron was talking about, the total planning, when you're working with your business owners and you see that they're close to retirement or they're looking at selling their businesses, well, first of all, tell us what you do before we go into that. Tell us a little bit about your background.
3: Sure. So I'm a uh, commercial lender with Town Bank, uh, housed down in Racine, a couple miles east of your Racine location. Uh, so uh, we opened up our branch last year. Glad to be down in the uh, city of Racine. And so I'm a commercial lender with Town Bank. I work with business owners and financing, refinancing, uh, pretty much anything that a business owner would need from a banking standpoint.
0: Is that the only location for Town Bank, Frank? Are there more?
3: No, we actually have uh, several locations all throughout southern Wisconsin, ranging from Milwaukee down to Racine all the way out to Madison and mm-hmm. everything south down to the state line.
1: So what are you seeing when your business owners come to you? What's, what's the biggest area of your business right now? Is it financing to get out of business and, and, um, and sell it or helping somebody buy a business? Uh, is it refinancing existing debt? When you're working with businesses, what, what's the biggest thing you're working with now?
3: Well, there's a couple of uh, reasons that somebody looks for a new banker and comes to me. Uh, specifically, uh, one of those reasons is are looking to purchase something, whether it be a building or a piece of equipment. Um, sometimes they also just don't have a real great relationship with their current bank. Not that anything is necessarily broken, uh, but they're just looking for something better, a closer relationship. Um, the relationship with a banker, especially from a business owner standpoint, very important, one of the most uh, important relationships that somebody can have. Um, also, sometimes that relationship may be broken. Um, so the uh, the bank is looking to uh, non-renew somebody's loan or there's just, there's troubles. There's not a fit there. Uh, one of the biggest uh, reasons that people come and talk to me, is they're looking to save money. Uh, interest rates right now, especially on the commercial side, are the lowest that they've probably been in our lifetimes. And uh, It's amazing
0: when you think about it, Frank, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. So interest rates are probably going to go up. Nobody has a crystal ball. Uh, we can look at historically and say, we're at the bottom now. Can uh, they go any lower? That's what people are asking. They can always go lower, yeah. do we think they're going to go lower? uh pretty much every indication is that they're going to go higher uh how much how quick is pretty much anybody's best guess but uh so those are generally the three ways that uh new clients come to me.
1: You bring up a great point because a lot of times you know Aaron in his segment today talked about the total planning, and you talk about your reasons to wait or, or uh you know is that interest rates are going to get down lower but <laughs> you're you're that's one of the areas where you say, well, I've had that 5%. It's good enough. Why don't I just keep going with what I have?
3: So a lot of times there's, uh, there's different things that are involved with, uh, with uh, interest rates and commercial loans that 5% uh, generally, you know, uh, depending on the situation, we may be able to do better. We may be able to get you down, well down into the fours. Um, Even if you're a business owner, your commercial rates are at, uh, you know, 475, 4.5%, somewhere in there, uh, that may be on an adjustable rate. That may be a floating rate where you want to take the opportunity right now to lock in that interest rate long term uh, is a a hedge against uh, interest rates going up, which – the common wisdom is that they will be going up and soon.
1: Well, just following up on that USA Today article from earlier, your business must be booming. Are, are you seeing a lot of business expansion, loans for uh, that type of banking, for expansions? Like, hypothetically, let's say the Coal Investment Group is expanding to recede. Hypothetically, of course.
3: <laughs> hypothetically.
1: <laughs> or Kenosha, or, you know, We're looking for world domination, so we're starting with walking. seems a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So you're doing a lot with with the refinance or, or uh, business expansion for, is that for equipment? Is it for buildings? What are you seeing?
3: So I'm seeing a lot of expansion, a lot of people buying buildings, increasing the size of their existing buildings. Uh, I work with uh, clients everywhere from manufacturing, service segment, uh, investment real estate, and there's a lot of purchasing going on there. There's a lot of expansion out there uh, over the last Probably two years or so, we saw interest rates creep up, um, which to some extent stopped a lot of the refinancing that was happening. But uh, over the last 12 months or so, we saw interest rates come back down. And so now we're starting to do a lot of refinancing as well. So uh, business is great. We're doing a lot of refinancing, a lot of uh, assisting business owners with acquisition.
0: Small businesses, large businesses, all types, Frank?
3: So pretty much all types, absolutely. So we look at uh, very small uh, family businesses. We look at uh, large businesses and everything in between.
1: My last question for you, and Paul always likes this. Any horror stories? Any any big screw ups that you've seen over the last couple of years? Because we can
0: learn from those horror <laughs> that's stories. That's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's
1: why. Not that you like other people's misery. It's like so.
3: Part of, that's part of it, though. <laughs> So one of the big one of the biggest things that uh that I see not necessarily one specific horror story but uh a lot of times I see new business owners going and they uh they get involved with a with a particular bank or financial institution and maybe don't necessarily understand exactly what's going uh what's going into those documents what's going into their term rate structure and um, really getting a, a banking and professional involved that has the client's best interest at heart. Uh, is, is really just paramount because you can get things done multiple, separate, multiple different ways, uh, but really knowing and understanding what that specific business owner is looking to accomplish over the short and long term and matching that up with the financing structure and term is, is absolutely paramount. So a lot of times I'll go in on, uh, on floating rate uh, notes and saying, this isn't right, this is the opportunity now to lock yeah. in a long-term yeah. fixed rate yep. while rates are still you know at uh, at historical lows. Let's lock that in in anticipation of those rates going up.
0: And they are historically low. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I always talk to my parents about their house <laughs> that they built in 1960 or 71 or whatever it was, 14%. I heard 17% mortgage rates. I can't fathom that. Uh, so in in our yeah. lifetime, Frank, our life, this is the lowest we have seen, right? Yeah. Re- relatively, the
3: lowest over the last uh, several years. So
0: great time to again buy. If you, Jeff, we always talk about you know from a real estate pers- perspective, millennials that are renting. Yep, boy, you can borrow money at some nice low rates. Have yeah, a business owners too, and that's, same thing with the, business yep, owners.
1: Yep, if you're good, looking to expand, if you, your money's Relatively inexpensive right now. You should take advantage of that. Frank, thanks for coming on for our sexy segment.
3: Frank,
0: you're with the uh, Town Bank in Racine, correct?
3: Town Bank in Racine. Uh, My phone number is 262-691-1734, right on the corner of Washington and Perry, down in the city of Racine.
1: 262-691-1734.
3: Now, how far is that from the Coal Investment Group in Racine? A couple minutes. Right down the road? (laughs) Our building is a couple minutes east of uh, Coal Investments.
0: Well, So you can stop at both,
3: right? Indeed. Why not? <laughs> Jeff, uh, your,
0: your Racine location is one of now five, correct? Correct. Five Kowal Investment uh, locations. Well, when we come back, we're going to give you all that info. Plus, uh, here in WISN and WIBA, the Retirement Clinic, if you have any questions in this final segment. Well, that was a good, sexy segment. Thank you, Frank, for your time. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, you can sneak a quick question in. Talk to Jeff Kowal president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist on the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. We'll be right back. All bumper music on the Retirement Clinic has been provided by Jeff Kowal, who picks out his own music, and today featuring Maroon
1: 5. I remember when they came out, I think we saw them. I think Aaron and I, Aaron was single at the time, and we went to see them with Finger 11.
0: Oh, that's a good band too. Yeah. Yeah, for some people, I don't know if it's a hard rock thing where they, they kind of make fun of Maroon 5. remember they were picked for the Super Bowl, weren't they, for yeah. the halftime show? I really like them. I think they sound fantastic. So good choices today, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to squeak in a caller or two here at the end of the retirement clinic. Then we'll give you all of Jeff's contact information, how to reach the Koal Investment Group. Uh, let's go to Chris calling from Milwaukee. Chris, you're on WISN and WIBA. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
1: I withholding,
0: you Chris any other recommendations? Oh, Chris, are you there? Oh, my God. What is she doing? Chris? Chris? She doesn't know she's on. I don't think I can hear her talking. I don't want to interrupt her. Hi, Chris. Chris, are you there? Hi. Hey, I am
1: trying to convert traditional IRA money to Roth IRA, but I don't want to trigger a penalty from the IRS because maybe I haven't withheld enough. Okay. And I can probably increase my
0: exemptions, but I'm wondering what your recommendation
1: That is a great idea and that is the way to do it, especially because you're early enough in the year, Chris, that if you anticipate that you're going to do, as an example, $10,000, let's say you do it, and, and just for our listeners uh, that aren't as as astute as you are, Chris, uh, the idea is that you have traditional IRAs where you took a tax deduction from it or you put it into a 401K. Now, if you convert it to a Roth, you have tax-free growth forever, but you have to pay the tax up front. And what Chris is saying is that could that trigger a penalty? Uh, for those who do quarterly withholding, you up, you increase your, your – uh, Quarterly withholding. Uh, if you have, if you're taking out your payroll, uh, yeah, de- reduce your uh, deductions or have them take an additional twenty-five or fifty dollars a paycheck out, uh, so that you'll be better prepared to pay the taxes on that. But it makes a lot of sense to convert it, and this early time of the year now in January is a great time to consider doing that. You'll have a pretty good idea from last year what your taxes were, so if you did a conversion of a certain amount, uh, how would it add, how would it affect your tax And are you withholding enough, or should you make some modifications in that? Uh, But, Chris, I think it's a great idea to go from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Tax rates are lower now. Uh, Great idea. And then just if you want to give our office a call, there are a couple different ways of doing it either. One other caveat to that, Chris, is that you're talking about converting the entire amount and paying taxes from outside of that converted amount. That's the ideal way to do it. You're saying I'll either have my taxes withhold a little bit more from my payroll or pay a little bit more every quarter so that the full 10000 20000 50000 whatever you're looking at doing, that entire amount can go into a Roth IRA. That's the best way to do it, Chris. It's early in the year. You wouldn't face any penalties if you make some adjustments now.
0: Okay, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Chris. You're heading the right yep. path. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah, that's a good question too. That's fairly common. Uh, the right, Jeff, converting to a Roth.
1: Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense right now, Paul. Um, uh, do we? How much time do we have? A couple minutes left. We yes, have a you do. On? You do. You have a couple um, minutes. For, first of all, what Chris was talking about. Uh, uh, you you can pay the taxes on it now, but you don't want to hurt yourself because you could either do it by having to pay a higher Medicare premium, having to pay a little bit higher taxes, maybe pay a penalty early in the year. Now you can plan for it. Another thing to plan for with the Secure Act, the required minimum distribution age was raised from seventy and a half to age seventy-two. That part of it is great. There are some downsides to it, but one. A good side to it as well was that you can also still do qualified charitable deductions from your IRA even though you're not subject to the RMDs. Once you hit age 70 and a half, the SECURE Act makes no changes to the date at which individuals may begin to use their IRAs and inherited IRAs to make qualified charitable donations. So that's great. Even though an individual turning seventy and a half in twenty twenty will not have to take out RMDs in twenty twenty, you can still use your IRA to make a charitable deduction up to a hundred thousand uh, dollars. So I think that that's great, and and you have to, again, you. Being a retirement specialist, how do you keep up with all this stuff? <laughs> I have no idea how you keep up <laughs> yeah, with this. Unless you're studying this all the time and paying attention to this, but beginning of the year that an individual turns 72, any amounts given to charity via, via QCD will reduce the then necessary required minimum distribution. But the first year to two, it'll simply allow you to take money pre tax from your IRA, which is great.
0: And right. Jeff Bean, this is the first show of 2020. The biggest news out of your area, the retirement area would be the secure act pass yes right
1: yeah and a lot of the provisions in the secure act are effective this year uh, so you have to be aware of it the 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 stretch IRA provisions things like that all those types of things are be effective uh, raising the limit to 72 all those things are effective January 1st of this year
0: Many ways to reach out to the Coval Investment Group. If you're listening here in WI Center, WIBA in Madison, there's a Middleton office in Madison, Phoenix, Arizona, Port Washington, Waukesha, of course, World headquarters, and as we mentioned, that newest Racine address. Go to the You can check out the social media links of. Facebook LinkedIn and Twitter the good old-fashioned
1: telephone works that's right two six two five two two forty forty so regardless of which location you want if you call two six two five two two forty forty or go on the kowalway.com kowal the com, you can press a button and get started with us we'll get you on a schedule